Welcome to Explore the Word podcast. I'm so glad that you could join in in this episode. This episode will be a little bit different than previous ones. Uh, this past week I was uh, recording for my church I grew up, my home church, uh, First Baptist Church in Mount Pearl, Newfoundland. This weekend they celebrate 66 years. That is astounding. And I'm so thankful to have a connection with such a great church, and it's a wonderful thing. I had hoped to be able to go back to Newfoundland sometime this year, but good old COVID changed those things. But they graciously asked me to be involved with a video and encouragement to the folks, and which I happily did. And I just thought about them a lot this week as I was putting that together. And I wanted to share with you some things the importance of local church. I think sometimes we forget how important it is and the impact it has. And I just want to encourage us in that realm. Uh, so 66 years ago, the church started and its foundational uh, starting point was the American military. The American military showed up in great amounts during the Second World War in Newfoundland. Newfoundland was not yet a part of Canada, part of the British colonies and things, British Empire. And uh, there was numerous military bases, American military bases. And uh, in St. John's, there was a very large one called Fort Pepperell. And um, there was a few other ones close by as well. And from that Fort Pepperell, there was a number of servicemen, Baptist uh, servicemen that wanted to see a Baptist church started. And over the years, the American military left. There's no bases there now at all. Uh, but uh, the church became indigenous, more Newfoundlanders were reached, and they went forth with the gospel, which is amazing that 66 years later it's still going strong. And I thought of a few things about my home church. Uh, first of all, in Acts chapter 17, verse 11, it says, These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. I'm so thankful that First Baptist Church was dedicated, still is dedicated to the truth. Just like the Bereans, they searched the word to see if it was so. It was in the early 80s that my parents started attending First Baptist Church. Uh, my mom and dad had got saved in the late 70s. And uh, what really was a big sell, if you want to use that term, for us to go there was that they had a uh, school, they had an academy. And my folks were very concerned about me, my sister, my brother, receiving a proper education based upon the Word of God. And again, being taught the truth. And I'm so thankful that they continue to teach the truth. Uh, continuous gospel emphasis over 66 years. And that's truly amazing. What a blessing it is. And, and the reality is, it is the church's responsibility to continuously propagate the gospel. And I'm so glad for those. I, I have no idea... How many thousands of people, I'm making a guess on thousands, that that church in 66 years has reached and ministered to? They get dedicated to the truth. I'm so glad that they invested in lives. You know, Paul, in his missionary journeys, invested in many lives. I think of John Mark in the first missionary journey. Now, John Mark did quit. And he wasn't happy. Paul wasn't happy about that. And uh, Barnabas helped John Mark get back on the right track, though there's a separation between Barnabas and Paul. But he did help. And later on, uh, 
Paul would say that Mark was profitable for the ministry. But he invested in, in John Mark's life. Uh, he invested in Silas in Acts chapter 16. Silas became his new partner in the ministry. And later on, he would invest in Timothy, uh, his dearly beloved son. And then there was Apollo, and there was many, many others. You know, 66 years plus, or 66 years, over 60 years, uh, First Baptist Church has been investing in people. You know, all types of people from all types of life, sometimes for a very short period of time, sometimes for a lifetime. And uh, I can think of myself from being a kid, I guess I was about eight years old or so uh, when I started there until... I left about 11 years later to go to Bible college. They were investing in my life uh, in each week. I'm so thankful for that. You know, from 1985 to 1995, the town of Gander was an entry point for thousands of people from Iran, Vietnam, Cuba, Sri Lanka, Russia, East Germany, Poland, Bulgaria, and Romania. And I can recall in the early 90s, that the waves of refugees dramatically rose. The church that I grew up in, First Baptist Church, invested in reaching them. There was a pastor that was there at the time. It was by God's hand, and he was there at that at that time. Uh, and he helped lead up a ministry to these refugees. There would be dozens and dozens of folks in the gymnasium. Uh, we had a church school, which had its own building. And then right next to it, though connected, uh, was the church. And the auditorium uh, was uh, full, and the gymnasium was full, full of refugees. And I can remember going with my dad to pick up these people, and they were so thankful to be able to go to church, many of them. Some of them had no idea what Christianity was about. They never heard of it. But there was others who were Christians, and they were so excited to be part of a local church. I can remember... For the very first time, eating Russian black bread. I'm telling you, that is some good stuff, and it's heavy. And it's amazing, later on, so that was in the 90s, in the early 2000s, I went across Canada on deputation uh, to start a church in Newfoundland, and I met numerous families that had you know, showed up in First Baptist, you know, fled these countries, and now had moved across Canada. They were so excited. They asked about folks in church. And they were so excited uh, about the investment that was made in their life. They were so thankful for it. And that's amazing. What a great testimony. And I can remember in the early 90s, the Cod Moratorium. You know, think about a province, a place that was defined by fishing. And then all of a sudden the fishing is gone. It really was rough. It was a dark time. And I can remember it well. I was a teenager. I can remember how gloomy the place seemed and how people were very down. And so many folks left for work. A lot of folks went to Ontario, Alberta, uh, looking for work to take care of their families. And yet through those really dark times, the church continued to preach the gospel and invest in lives. That's a blessing. That's a wonderful thing. And this weekend, uh, in that church there, First Baptist, they're going to have uh, men that came out of the church. I'm one, and another fellow, Pastor Stansford, uh, he's a minister in, in Newfoundland. We're going to be preaching, and then others who have been influenced by the ministry work there. Or 
I lived there for a while, part of the church, who are now missionaries to South Africa, St. Lucia. It's just amazing to see how the a church on the edge of the world, really, uh, St. John's is at the is at the edge of the world, and yet it influenced so many for Christ. And I'm so thankful uh, for the support that they have given to me and my family in the ministry. And in Philippians 1.3, it says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I think of First Baptist Church, and I have to thank God. I thank God for the opportunity I had to minister there for a year and a half as a youth pastor. My wife taught at the school, and, and then uh, we were sent out from that church to be um, laborers, church planters, and then even when uh, we left in 2010 and moved to Ontario, the church continued to support us financially and kept in touch with us. And it was a wonderful thing. You know, and, and just there to encourage and help us along the way. You know, When I got ordained into the gospel ministry, which was in January 2003, the pastor of the church there at First Baptist, he bought a commentary set Barnes's notes and he asked the folks to write notes of encouragement in the fly leaves of that set and you know from time to time it has been a great source of encouragement to go back and read those notes uh, from folks to want who truly want to be an encouragement to me uh, some of them have now passed away they're with the lord Others are peers, friends I grew up with. And one message of encouragement that was written in that book, in the flyleaf of that book, has been uh, very helpful numerous times. And it, it reads, Never doubt in the dark what the Lord has shown you in the light. And that has been a source of encouragement numerous times, as I said, in the ministry here in Ontario, uh, Brampton and Mississauga and uh, it's it's such a wonderful thing that they support each other myself and other ministers that have come from that church and it's a wonderful thing and and the things that I see from First Baptist Church are things that hey I desire in Legacy Baptist Church I always want our church to be dedicated to the truth to preach the truth unashamedly to encourage folks to know Christ as Savior. You know, and I want our church to be investing in people's lives. Now I know uh, right now it's a little different. We can't get together as we definitely like, but I'm, I'm thankful that uh, we do teen and college and career groups, uh, our Bible studies. Look forward to seeing that back online. You know, I'm so thankful that uh, First Baptist Church invested in the lives of those refugees you know, that was my first encounter with people from around the world. You know, you don't go to Newfoundland by accident. You don't drive through. You know, you plan to be there. I met people who would I've never met, and it helped. It helped prepare me. Help me prepare me for ministry right here in the GTA. I mean, there's people from all around the world here, and I'm so glad that you know the church there, First Baptist, was willing to invest in those lives. And it helped me to be prepared for this ministry here. And, and just the support uh, that they showed me. I want our church to be that for those in the ministry as well. Those from our church, uh, uh, missionaries, church planters, foreign domestic. You know, I thank the Lord that we can do the same thing here. 
Oh, I'm so thankful that uh, First Baptist Church is uh, celebrating 66 years. Uh, and I pray that the Lord tarries his coming. They, they have decades more of serving the Lord. And I hope the Lord, if he tarries his coming, gives us 66 years. More if necessary. To be dedicated to the truth. To be investing in lives and supporting those in the ministry. Thank you for listening today. I hope it's been an encouragement. It's good to hear of what God has done in another church. Another church who's ministering faithfully for the cause of Jesus Christ. Hey folks, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus. Take care.